Hi, you're listening to A Letter from Viv, Posts from the Heart. Something different this week, a bit of flash fiction. Hope you enjoy it. XO Viv. This is If You Dress For It. This has been such a strange day, I muse as I wait for Lucy to arrive. We've started this thing we call dress-up dates. We both love to put on our Sunday best and go out, but what with her recent retirement from professional life, my having a rather dressed-down sort of menial job presently, and of course the pandemic's influence on social outings, our cute clothes have been gathering dust. We hadn't really articulated to each other how much we missed professional attire. When she invited me out to one of our favorite cafes for my birthday, I thought, What the heck? I'm going to dress like a girl. To our mutual delight, Lucy did the same thing. Eventually, our conversation turned to how fun it is to dress up and how we decided, somehow we decided to do it on a regular basis. Since then, about every two weeks, one of us will choose a destination and invite the other. I checked my watch again. Three o'clock. Lucy is never late. Ever. I'm sitting in the window, sort of hiding behind a potted palm. I only feel brave in a dress when I'm with Lucy. The strange thing is, even though I'm somewhat obscured, I'm getting all these double takes, like so many I've lost count. Customers walk in, casually swivel their heads over in my direction, and then heads snap back to me. It feels kind of creepy, and a little bit good. I can't wait for her to see this get-up. I look so incredibly cute. I've had this shirt dress fantasy for over a year now. Just fleeting impressions, really. Not even a clear image. I felt I was wearing a shirt dress and spectator pumps. And the fantasy had more to do with the feeling this frock gave me. Hard to express exactly, which is what fashion is all about, right? But I'd have to say I felt otherworldly. The vintage creamy white 1940s vibe shirt dress and I met online one recent Thursday evening when I was supposed to be writing. I knew that was the dress for me. That was the dress for my recurring reverie. There's something about a dress. It is distinct from an outfit. A dress says, this is an occasion. Everyone in the vicinity is dignified by the appearance of a dress. The occasion could be anything. A luxurious mood that one wishes to express in color and form. Perhaps there's been a promotion, a baby shower. Happy tidings from the lab. I'm sitting in a cafe in St. Andrews, and what's strange about this, I mean, aside from all the double takes, is that this isn't where we originally agreed to meet. Lucy called me early this morning. So this is going to sound weird, she says. Okay. But I think we should change where we're meeting. 
Last night, I dreamed we were sipping cappuccinos in this gorgeous seaside cafe, she says. Neat. Not really weird. No, but then I get up, and I'm having breakfast, and I'm thumbing through this travel guide. You know Janice from Hawaii? She wants to visit this summer, and she wants to spend some time in Canada, so I ordered some New Brunswick travel guides to get some ideas. Yeah, yeah, I say, urging her on. And I've never seen this travel guide before. I wait. And so I'm thumbing through, and three pages in, there it is. The cafe from my dream. Exactly. No way, I say. And, and, I say. I'm thinking I'm already convinced. And there are two women sitting there, back to the camera, and it's us. I mean, same size, same build, same hair, same us-ness. Holy cow, I say. I've got to ask, what's the me of us wearing? Well, it looks like, I don't know, I think you'd call it a shirt dress. A little shiver runs through me. And the shoes, I ask, looking over at my latest eBay acquisition, tan and white spectator pumps. Well, kind of pumps, but not regular pumps. There's a name for them. They're two-tone spectator pumps, I say. Yeah. She texted me the photo and the name and address of the cafe. 302. My inner first alert system revs up. French music. My phone. Oh, thank God you're all right, I answer. I am, says Lucy. I haven't left my driveway yet. My cousin and aunts just surprised me. Oh, cool. And they're whisking me away to Martha's Vineyard for a long weekend. I'm sorry I'm just calling you now. I was actually leaving early. And then they pulled in and it's been such a whirlwind. Ah, I stood you up. Nonsense. You were hijacked, I said. Ah, uh, thanks, Fran. I'll bring you a present. You better. Well. I'm just wondering... What's a girl in a creamy white vintage shirt dress and spectator pumps to do all by herself in a seaside town when I hear a bit of a kerfuffle in the cafe kitchen? Words, if I'm not mistaken. Someone is having words, and they're getting louder. That's it! You can take your stinking vinyl records back home, and your toothbrush, and your Irish fisherman sweater that looks stupid on you anyway. You'd move in with Donna in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? And you can take this job while you're at it. Then I hear a huge smash that, as a former klutzy weight person, I recognize as a large full tray overturning onto a tile floor. A pink-haired waif storms through the cafe and out the door. Come on, please! Everyone else is quarantining. The stinking vinyl record owner is on the phone by the time I mosey to the counter. I can't run this place by myself, and I have to make some money today. He hangs up the phone and sags against the back counter. 
This is probably a bad time to ask for a cappuccino with an extra shot, I query. It's as if a bolt of lightning runs through him, and as he turns to face me, all the color drains from his young face. He swallows. Oh no, he's going to cry! You sound exactly like my mom, he says, so quietly. And you look exactly like her, he says, limply indicating my face, my clothes, his eyes falling to the pumps. His mouth tugs down uncontrollably, and he quickly places a large hand over it. He's a very pretty male, and quite young, so I decide to construe the mother comment as complimentary. And then I know it all in a heartbeat. His mother used to work here with him. She's the woman in the picture in the travel guide. I know that she's gone. I am a superb baker, I say, and I make the best cup of coffee on the planet.